What's going on, Goat Nation? This is your host, Ozzy, coming to to another Goat Podcast here on Anchor. Thank you for tuning in to listen to what we have to say of what's going on on the NBA today. So obviously we got some news that we have a trade, a big trade. Uh, This trade actually involves Timothy Moskov, and also it includes... Dwight Howard. So Dwight Howard is on the move again. How does this look for his career? Let me tell you something, guys. Earlier today, Stephen A. Smith, that this just proves that Dwight made a mistake of leaving the Orlando Magics. I'm going to share with you my point. This just proves to Dwight Howard and everyone else that you don't leave a dynasty a and an organization like the Los Angeles Lakers. Orlando did him a favor. They sent him to a I want to say where the big man legacy was built. You understand? I mean, you had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. His jersey is hung on the Raptors. You know what I'm saying? Like he has someone to kind of follow in those footsteps. You know, where there were there are legends. And Dwight Howard decided to jump ship because he was manipulated by Chandler Parsons and James Harden because he wanted to be part of, of a family, of a group. And obviously we heard earlier, um, you know, if you go back to ESPN, you can see he shared his moments about... Uh, what happened on the Lakers, but you don't leave an organization. Remember, he bet on himself. He bet on himself $25 million because he thought, and honestly, they were close. Houston was close to actually going to the finals. But yet, Dwight Howard, this just shows you how, how fast he pretty much went from being the Superman to now just being another player on the team. He's no longer the D12. Now he's going to the Brooklyn Nets. I'm pretty sure he's going to get a lot of playing time. I'm pretty sure he's going to put up the numbers. Obviously, it's not going to be a contending team. If I was him, I'd probably try to seek a buyout to hopefully maybe get on a team that needs needs him for the playoffs. That's what I would be looking for if I was Dwight Howard um, in this season try to play my best and try to look for, for a buyout. Um, but honestly, um, this trade was really great for the Nets because now not only do they have a bunch of loads, a bunch of load of, of second draft picks, second round draft picks, but they also now have cleared space for next year's free agency to sign two max plus next year's squad. So that means they can sign two max players and even a little bit more at another player, not at the max, but if someone wants to be a little bit, you know, creative and then they want to take a little pay cut, guess what? They can do that now. I mean, that was an, a great move. Whoever thought they would be able to move Timothy Mozgov's contract? I mean, the Lakers, I don't know how the Lakers moved it, but obviously they had a... They had to attach a a first, uh, you know, a second round pick in the first round 
I mean, uh, a second pick in the first round in uh, D'Angelo Russell to go along with Timothy Mozgov in order to move that contract. And here come the Nets, and they flip it in order to clear max space for next year's uh, free agency, which, hey, listen. Listen, I want you to listen to this clearly. Uh, you know, it was earlier mentioned on FS1, on the herd, that look, this could mean possibly that Brooklyn can be in play for Kyrie Irving and Jimmy Butler. This is amazing. This is phenomenal for Brooklyn. Brooklyn now is trying to make a name for itself. They're actually, they're doing the right moves. So, now let's see what they could do, what they could pull off. Obviously, the Charlotte Hornets also now, they saved themselves a lot of money on the luxury tax too as well. Obviously, they understood that, listen, they don't have the enough assets uh, or the talent to really compete in the East right now. So, they're pretty much blowing up the roster. Does that mean Kimball Walker is going to be going to the Cavs for maybe the number eighth pick? Who knows? I still think if Kimball goes, it doesn't mean that LeBron's going to stay. I think LeBron's going to still still want another superstar um, that plays in both ends of the sides, right? Defense and offense. And, and with Kimball, I mean, you got a decent offensive player. But I'm not sure about the defensive side. So we're going to see what that's going to happen. Obviously, on also recent news, Popovich actually already met with Kawhi Leonard. And it's already been said that Kawhi wants officially out of the Spurs. This relationship is irreparable. And he has mentioned already to Popovich that if any other team trades for him except for the Lakers and his preferred destination is the Lakers. We heard that the Clippers could possibly, but no, he prefers more the Lakers. And I think that's more from his uncle's side. That he will let them know that this will be only for a rental. No matter what happens, no matter how much money he's given up, he is forcing his way to LA one way or another. So can this possibly mean that the now officially super team could be in play? Will Popovich trade for the Lakers. Now, honestly, I think the Lakers can have the best package. I don't think Danny Ainge is going to go ahead and trade Jalen Brown, which is just a younger version of a Kawhi Leonard with a couple draft picks in order to lose him and possibly even lose Kyrie next year. Think about this, guys. Think about this. The only really competitive franchise out there that can compete for Kawhi Leonard in the trade would be Boston. I do not see Danny Ainge. If Danny Ainge did not pull the trigger on Paul George last year, he's not going to pull the trade on, on, on Kawhi Leonard. He's going to try to hold on to his assets because I do believe Anthony Davis after this year possibly will be available via trade um, on next year. So I think he's going to more hold off. He's not going to give up all his his assets. His talent. Jalen Brown is pretty much a you know just a younger version of Kawhi Leonard. I think with a little bit more experience under his belt, eventually he will become another Kawhi. So it's really up to Danny Ainge, but I just do not see if he didn't pull the trigger for Paul George last year, he's not going to pull the trigger for Kawhi Leonard this year. Now, another news I kind of want to bring to you up now, Paul George. Now there has been rumors now saying that it looks like 
OKC has now become the heavy favorites to re-sign Paul George. Even if that means that LeBron is going to LA. Huh. Let me tell you something here. If Paul George takes that risk, because now the deal is he's probably looking into doing a two-year with the player option uh, in order to re-sign with OKC on max deals. So that means he could gain something what Kevin Durant did, you know, where he could he could opt out on the second year if he wants to. Let me tell you something about Paul George. If Paul George doesn't understand the moment, if Paul George wants to become loyal and wants to be loyal to Russell Westbrook, that's fine. But I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna tell you what Russ, what Paul George will become if he stays in OKC. He will be another Carmelo Anthony. If you remember, the big three was supposed to be my in Miami was supposed to be D Wade, LeBron James, and Carmelo Anthony, not Chris Bosh. But since Melo was afraid and Melo did not want to take the risk of losing now on $60 million before the lockout season, he signed that extension with Denver. And once he did that, he pretty much lost, he pretty much, I want to say, ruined the opportunity at his prime to play with LeBron James and win a championship. Russell Westbrook, it's a great, I want to say, one vision player. And what do I mean by that? He just looks at the basket and that's all he cares about. Yes, you got the triple doubles. I think those triple doubles are more of a stat padding. Um, they're more in the inside of the line to Adams. You know, once it's open, you know, obviously a lot of people see that his teammates allow him to get those rebounds. His own teammate, Carmelo Anthony, called him out on that. Paul George needs to understand the moment here. Listen, if he stays with OKC, he stays with OKC, but he's never going to win a championship. He's going to be about his money, and then at the end of that super max deal, guess what happens? That's all he's going to earn. The same thing with Chris Paul. Chris Paul had an opportunity still to join the Lakers, even though he joined the LA Clippers. But because he was in the moment, he was kind of feeling himself and thought that, hey, listen, I could bring this Clipper franchise up. Guess what happened? Not only did they did this whole lockout thing to, to DeAndre Jordan to make him re-sign with the Clippers, hold him hostage. Not only did they do that, but now when DeAndre Jordan signed that extension, now he thinks, you know, Chris Paul forced his way out. Can that possibly be with Paul George? Paul George needs to understand the moment. If you have the chance to play with the be the best player in the game today, because even at 33 and 34, at those ages, LeBron James is still better than Russell Westbrook. His IQ is a lot better than Russell Westbrook. So if he wants to chill with the Brody, go chill with the Brody Bull. Don't ever talk about championship because you guys are never going to win the championship. Your opportunity is going with LeBron James to the Lakers and win that championship. Because let me tell you something. If if this trade is able to be pulled off where the Lakers obtain Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James goes, and for some reason we're able to maintain Brandon Ingram, oh, I'm telling you right now, it's it's OKC, OKC is not gonna be there. I'm telling you right now. Worst case scenario, they're gonna be a 
second rounder playoff team. And that's all he's going to be because that's what he was with the Pacers. He needs to understand the moment. He can't pull a Carmelo Anthony. If he pulls a Carmelo Anthony, that's Paul George's career. We will see another duplication of a Carmelo Anthony within Paul George. He needs to understand this moment and understand, listen, you only get this opportunity once. Stephen A. pretty much said the only thing that OKC really could is, is a little bit different is offer that extra fifth year. See, his family members, his friends around him understand the moment. You need to go to L.A. with LeBron. But Paul George has a little bit, I want to say sometimes KD syndrome. Sometimes he doesn't want to be looked at as a bad guy. You need to secure your future. You can't be worrying about what other people think. You need to do what's best for you. And with that being said, guys, tomorrow it's going to be a big day. We're probably going to see a lot of trades. I'm going to call it right now. I feel that tomorrow Kawhi Leonard will be traded. I do not see Popovich bringing in Kawhi when when uh, when training season opens up. So let's stay tuned. Let me know what you guys think. What's going to happen with Kawhi? Do you think that it's the right move for Paul George to stay with OKC? Let me know your thoughts. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Like our channel on YouTube. Continue listening to us here on the Anchor app. And, guys, with that being said, thank you for tuning in. Check you guys out on the next one, all right? Peace.